Hi everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to the Love You Mean It podcast. We are truly glowing right now because this is the first time we've seen each other, I think, since we recorded the last episode. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been over a week. <laughs> Stop, I hate that. Oh, no, it's been like a week. If you guys didn't know, or I was going to say if you guys aren't in America, but if you guys aren't living on the planet Earth, <laughs> there's currently a pandemic happening called coronavirus and we have been very cautious. Our job actually closed down yesterday and obviously it's not exciting and it's not something we were really looking forward to, but it's really allowing us now to truly socially distance, you know, mm-hmm. and like be away from other people. Yeah, so I think, you know, there's some negatives to like we're closing down there's definitely some positives too and we can just like relax and like take care of ourselves and just like be present and check up on people Mm -hmm. that we normally don't talk to and just stuff like that just be present in every day yeah so there's a lot to learn from the coronavirus so but yeah so we've been trying to avoid not like avoid hanging out but trying to like spend time just by ourselves quarantine after we record this episode i'm actually driving home for a couple of days so i can quarantine myself there in isolation in my room also i've i don't know if you guys listened to the last episode but i was sick um i'm still like a little bit i'm on the tail end um but also yeah i didn't want to hang out there because i didn't want to give her my cold so i I haven't even seen each other and i'm happy yeah so i'm glad we're back together so we're drinking iced americanos yeah sitting in the ikea parking lot because this is our favorite spot to record but we just went to our job because we're there like it's closed so he was like you guys can come take any food which honestly we can talk about that more in a little bit but we got made iced americanos as we left because that's probably the last time we're going to be there for at least a good month i would yeah. say so yeah but we're going to get into the episode today's episode is really exciting because we wanted to bring you guys an episode we, we really didn't want to focus too much about coronavirus because we did talk about it a lot in our previous episode before this but we wanted to talk about movies books shows all those different things that you guys can occupy your time with during this crisis yeah so we went through we did a master list of TVs, TV shows and movies um, that we have seen and can highly recommend. Yeah, that so, would be a good waste of time. And I think, too, like, it's something that we can reflect on and just say, like, oh, hey, look, I want to watch these movies. Yeah, because... It's almost for us, too. Yeah, because, like, I've like obviously a lot of these I've seen also, but some of them I haven't, so I'm definitely going to be taking them to heart. But we're going to get into everybody's favorite segment, and we're going to talk about what we're loving this week. And as always, Meg is going to go first. I don't know. I think I'm loving some of the positivity mm-hmm. that's going on right now because, like, I know, like a lot of people are just having a tough time right now, and I think it's really nice how like I've gotten texts from people that I haven't talked to in a while just checking in it's just nice to like as hard as it is to go on social media and see all the negative well I guess realistic though aspects of it it's nice to see people posting nice messages Mm -hmm. and just saying hey you know I'm here for you we're all in this together and it's not just a country thing it's a worldwide thing Mm -hmm. so like I think it's a unique experience that everyone's sharing and that I think when this is over I think we're going to be as, like, collectively as humans, we're going to be a lot, like, better people and just be more appreciative of going to the store, having food stocked on the shelves Mm -hmm. and being able to go out and see your friends at a bar or, like, going to a sporting event or just, like, little things that we're not able to do now. I think we're going to be so appreciative of that. Yeah, I'm going to link this Instagram account in the show notes down below, but there's an Instagram account called, it's, it's like, Good News Movement, and basically they only share good news, 
and like i think it's oh, just I like, like that. it's the cutest thing like they share videos of this guy going to his father's nursing home that um shut down and he sits outside the window and they talk on the phone and through the window and they like look at each other and then there's um they I'm share all the videos of like the people in italy like singing on their oh, on their like balconies and they post about how i think it's like a chinese billionaire correct me if i'm wrong i think i believe it was it, it was an asian billionaire and he's sending 500,000 testing kits to the u.s and it's just like crazy because it's like i don't know i feel like this is i know we said we weren't gonna talk about it that much but i feel like this is the first time in a while that like the entire world has had like a com like a common enemy like because it's affected yeah. everybody and like there's not like one place that it hasn't hit and so it's just crazy we're all sort of unified and we can all kind of just stop our lives and just be still and be present and just know that like we're not in control of everything yeah as much as we think we are so i think it's humbling too yeah. to know like what we can and can't do it's definitely like checking me and realizing mm -hmm. like making me realize how much i took advantage of things like i don't know like we have like friends birthdays coming up and we were gonna do stuff and now we can't or it's like i sat like i'm like oh the weekend's coming up like we can go do something and now i'm like i'm like or we can facetime and watch a movie at the same time yeah and, no, like, i know I'm like now that's like what it's come down to but I don't know but what i'm loving this week is like i said i was, I was kind of getting into it but then i stopped myself because i wanted to talk about it in this segment but we lost our jobs we last night and so it's obviously very scary but our boss really our co-worker jules kind of like put it right like 10 minutes ago when we just left and she was like he's ma really making me feel like family right now he he like had us all come in once we closed with like huge bags and he was like take everything so like we all took like milk, cream cheese, bagels, bread, lunch meat, cheese, Butter, all the stuff. Like meat, like we took veggies, we took and like drinks. And like, like we both have families that are like in the area, and like yeah. I'm going to see my family for like five days tonight, and like it's just crazy that like I can help them in some way. So I'm just like really appreciative that he like opened his doors, especially because like he just feels so bad because it's it's not his fault. Like every business is pretty much closing. We're in from Connecticut, if you didn't know and in the tri-state area yeah. it's like um my boyfriend's from new jersey and like his mom called last night and was just saying how like everything there is closed except mm -hmm. for banks and only like fast food places i think are yeah. open but they're only doing takeout yeah they say like banks from um, grocery, grocery stores, stores. yeah um did you hear like all stop and shops are opening like um it's like six to seven a.m for the elderly yeah oh that was really cute and um because like they're closing earlier so that they can disinfect everything mm -hmm. before the next day so that when people come in it's like clean so that's why they're doing the it's early hours for the elderly crazy i don't know and obviously we both have like people in our lives with like exit pre-existing conditions so it's just scary yeah i know like i've been checking up on like my grandpa just mm -hmm. texting him saying like hey are you okay do you yeah. need anything like i think it's it's just a good way to like I, I don't know it's just woken me up to a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that i wasn't paying attention yeah. to before so i think that's a good thing mm -hmm. as much as this is annoying and frustrating and depressing i think there is some good to come out of it so i think we should get into the episode um yeah. we're just gonna give you guys a list of tv shows we're doing first and we'll just talk a little bit about you know each one 
Um, I'm sure they're pretty popular, so I'm sure a lot of you have seen these, but maybe some of these that um, you haven't or you mm -hmm. haven't seen in a while. So yeah, we're just gonna jump into it. Okay, so I separated them into categories. So the first category I have for TV shows, it is historical dramas. So I love historical dramas. Okay, honestly, me too. I do. Like, there's something about, especially during this trying time, putting yourself in other people's shoes. It's like that meme. I don't know. It's not a meme. It's just like an Instagram post that was like, your grandparents were called to war. You've been called to sit on the couch. And I'm like... No, so. I know. I know. So that's what I, I've been like reflecting too. Like Aaron and I were talking about the other day saying how like, okay, yeah, like our grandparents, you know, they lived through World War Two. And then our parents lived through Vietnam, and, like, I'm sure some of your fathers or uncles or, you know, grandfathers were drafted into that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a lot worse than what we're going through right now. Yeah. I'd much rather be sick than in a war. Yeah. So, I think we can, like, get a little perspective from that. Yeah. Um, at least we're safe in our homes. We're not off in, like, a foreign country fighting, mm -hmm. so... But anyways, back, I digress. Back to the point. Historical dramas. Um, so the first one I have is The Crown. And so good. this is a saga of Queen Elizabeth. It's like, it starts when she was young, like when she, before she took the throne. And then the first episode is basically like her, her father dies. And then she has to like, just become queen basically right then and there. Um, and it just, it takes you through her life. So the first two seasons, there's one cast. And then the third season, she's a little bit older and it's like a whole new cast and like everyone's older. So I think that's a really interesting concept for a TV show. It's also such a stunning show. Like Kelsey just started it and like Meg told me that they have like the highest budget of any show ever. Yeah, no, it's the most expensive show ever made, like more than Game of Thrones, which, which I was shocked. Shocking. But the clothes, like just the sets the attention to detail the cinematography is beautiful like the acting is exquisite like i literally can't say it's just great enough about this show it's fantastic the next show i have is mad men oh baby this show takes place in the 60s in new york city um mad men the term comes from um men that worked on madison avenue so it's called mad men and it's about an advertising agency in the 60s and the main character is John Hamm, who is absolutely beautiful. Mm. And he is an alcoholic. He, like, cheats on his wife. Mm -hmm. He, like, does all this bad shit, basically. If you guys have listened to the podcast in the past, January Jones is on Mad Men, too. Mm -hmm. And she's um was also in Spitting Out, which was Megan I's guilty pleasure. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that, though. Yeah. That's on there. Um, so that show is absolutely fantastic. It takes you through all the important events of the 60s and 70s so you have like the tail end of like the 50s and then you start to see the 60s you see jfk get shot you see martin luther king get shot marilyn monroe dies the moon landing women's liberation like all this important landmark stuff in history you get to see played out the like very similar to the crown the sets are so authentic the clothing is impeccable the acting is great just like and just the storylines the character arcs like they're very they stay true to the characters which i like and they all grow and it's just a great plot line like i love the show it's yeah perfect. i haven't finished it yet but like we definitely are going to be doing that over the time off 
Okay, next up I have Downton Abbey. It sounds a little stuffy, <laughs> but if you just watch it, like the first two episodes, you just get sucked in. I saw the trailer for the movie that's coming out and cried. So yeah, I know. I literally stopped at the trailer. It's I, ha I still haven't seen the movie. I'm fake, but I watched the whole show. I think twice now. Um, but it's just such a great show. The cast is amazing, and it's basically it takes place like in the the late 19 teens. So I think it starts in like. 1912 i think it starts with the titanic sinking oh my god wow and then um they go through world war one and they actually convert their estate so the family it's about a, a rich family the father's an earl and so all and he has three daughters so they're all aristocratic um and what's interesting is the mother's american mm -hmm. so that's like an interesting dynamic and then maggie smith is his grandma or is the is like the grandma and she lives with them and she literally makes me pee my pants she's so funny but it's basically they're, they're struggling to keep their estate and the whole show is like them going through up and ups and downs they go through world war one they convert their estate into a, a military hospital they just do like all this interesting stuff and then they also what I love about this show is it's about the aristocratic family, but it's also very much about the people that work for them. Mm -hmm. So it's about the maids, the butlers, and their relationships with each other, but also with the family. And it's just the stuff that happens is crazy, and I just highly recommend it. I mm -hmm. love that show. Next show. Wow. Chernobyl. Good shit. Good shit. This is actually a true story, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's it's it was a miniseries done by HBO. And it just was fantastic. I remember learning about Chernobyl in high school. I did a unit on nuclear science in uh, one of my, I think it was one of my science classes. And we actually learned about Chernobyl. And ever since then, I've been so interested in it because I just can't believe this happened. Mm -hmm. So seeing it played out with such great actors was so cool. Mm -hmm. um, highly recommend if you have any interest in science. It's also really recommend. good for like anyone of any age. Like my dad's obsessed with the show and he's 56. So. Yeah, and Aaron and I love it too. Mm -hmm. So it's really for anybody. Yeah. Oh, The Tudors. Um, this was on Showtime. This one's a little bit older, but it's still very good. It's just about Henry VIII. Mm -hmm. um, and he has his six wives and he beheads them or divorces them or they die. So it's a lot of drama, a lot of tea, a lot of sex, a lot of scandal. Um, and he's hot. So I don't really know what else there is to say about it. It's pretty juicy. Next up, we're going to get into the feel-good category. It's oh. also the comedic category, too. So yeah. anything that's going to lift your spirits a little bit. Um, so you can talk about the first one. Uh, okay, so Queer Eye. Um, Queer Eye makes me, like, sad, though. I love Queer Eye, though. It's just so uplifting. Every episode, I cry. There has not been an episode where I have not cried. But it's not, like, I've, sad crying. I've it's like I'm, porn, I'm yeah. like, happy crying. I'm, like, so happy for I'm, like, you. oh, look how far they've come. Mm -hmm. Or, like, look how nice the guys are. It's just such a great show. If you don't know the guys on that show, you need to get on that. I follow every single one on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're each individually such great people. And I love what each of them bring in helping other people. Yeah, for sure. Then the next show is actually probably my favorite show of all time. Meg showed it to me. So it's Sex in the City. It basically just follows four mid-30s women as they just navigate life as single ladies in New York. Trying to find love and like just like grow closer as friends and like experience New York City. So good. Carrie Bradshaw is an iconic character. And this is a show that I can just watch. Like I was telling our friend Miller. Hi Miller if you're listening. I was telling her that 
I can j it's just one of those shows where I like watch it through and then I immediately start it over like right when it ends like I don't need to be watching it like I can like put it on when I'm like cleaning my house or something it's just such a feel-good show especially with so much like negativity in the media whenever like this morning I was like oh I need a break from like even like seeing stuff about it on like YouTube and stuff and so just watching like an episode just makes me feel so good it makes me really like cherish my friends I just love that show it's so it's all it was so ahead of its time mm -hmm. I love it the next one I'm going to talk about is Golden Girls. <laughs> That's one of my favorite shows ever. It's basically the old geriatric version of Sex in the City. So but instead funny. of them living in New York City, they live in Miami. <laughs> and each of the four women, I think, definitely draws a parallel to f the four women oh, sure. in Sex in the City. So if you like Sex in the City, watch the Golden Girls. It's so it's retro, it's from the 80s, it's so iconic. That show, I could watch that, like, a million times. I just love oh, that yeah. show. Um, next up is Friends. I I feel like, but, like, Friends isn't even on Netflix anymore. But I'm sure you can find a way to watch it somehow because it's such a bingeable show. Like, even I'm not the biggest Friends fan, and I can still just watch, like, any random episode in any season. And, and it's be like, fun. Okay. Yeah, and it's funny. I, I just love that show. I... It's just, it's just like that good cheesy humor that you're like god i need this right yeah now. no it's, it's a little like heartwarming too it's nice to if you have like a good group of friends it mm -hmm. like makes you love your friends more i think yeah. watching it and you kind of see yourself in like each of the characters mm -hmm. so i don't know i just love that show i know it's cliche but this is the most cliche ever though the office <laughs> that show is obviously the pinnacle of entertainment yeah um if you don't watch it uh, I don't really know what to say it's, to you. Like, once again, it's just that, like... And there's such quick episodes, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, like, that quick. you can just binge and binge and binge, and then Netflix will hit you with the, are you still watching The Office? Myself, and you're like, yes, shut your course, mouth, bitch. yes, I am. Yeah, so The Office, obviously, that's doesn't need to be explained. The next one is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And this one, also same concept, like, 20-minute episodes. Danny DeVito literally makes me pee my pants. He's so funny. That show is so funny. A lot of... I feel like a lot of guys watch it. I was just gonna say, I feel like this is the perfect show to watch if you're, like, quarantined with, like, your husband, your boyfriend, your any significant other that you have that's a male. Because every single guy I have ever talked to is, like... Loves the oh, show. um, have you seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? And I'm like, no. It's so fun. No, like, it, it's just so funny. Like, it's just my sense of humor. It's, mm -hmm. like, just dirty and stupid and, like just slapstick and like but i just love it and they're such shitty people but it's that's what just makes it so great they're such shitty people. no they are that's like that's the whole point of the show they just every episode is like they do such fucked up stuff and then they're just like okay whatever like it's yeah. and they just they own a bar and they just get drunk in the bar every day mm -hmm. and just do like degenerate hood rat shit so funny and it's just so funny next up is the in-betweeners this is just like the most like ridiculous stuff that happens to them like all of these shows it's like oh oh four people but it's four guys and they're in high school yeah yeah and they're it in high takes school place in england and they go out to this like club and they're in line and um one of them wears sneakers to I the club and they can't they won't let him in and so he has to trade shoes with this homeless person and they smell like pee and like it's just the most ridiculous stuff that like and they're british too so that just makes everything funnier no, I know, and just everything terrible that could happen to them happens to them, and it's just so them. Funny. It's them like basically going through puberty and trying to get girls, and it's, it's just, just so like it's cute. so. I it's love like, that it's show. It's like so heartwarming too because like 
I don't know, one of them is just, like, a major loser, and, like, they adopt him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh-huh. No, it's just so cute. I love that show. Um, the next one is Chewing Gum. If you also like British humor. I've never seen that. Um, this one is on Netflix. It's so funny. It's that, um, black girl from Black Mirror. She was in... The, the SS Callister. <gasps> oh, the oh, really, oh, 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 yeah. The, she, I don't know her name. She is so funny. Mm-hmm. I, like, this show literally makes me pee. It's so funny. Her mom is, like, she grows up in England, and she's, like, lives with her mom and her sister, and her mom is, like, so religious. And oh, she's, God. like, this adult, but she's, like, a virgin. And, she, like, it's just so funny, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, you have to watch it. Next up is Gilmore Girls. This one hits especially close to home because it takes place in Connecticut. I've, I've never seen this one either. And it's so cute. It's just about a mom and her daughter. And it's so funny. I love the relationship they have with each other. I just know that that girl Paris, like, dates her dad's, like, best friend. Yeah. <laughs> T. And it's so cute because, like, she goes to um, Yale and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they talk about, like, Hartford. And just, like, mm-hmm. it's just cute because, like, we grew up here. So it's, like... There aren't too many shows mm-hmm. or movies that take place here, so it's just nice. It's like, oh, like, I know where that is. Yeah. Or, like, that this is, like, 20 minutes from me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's just a really cute show. Really heartwarming. Next up on the list is Parks and Rec. This show, once again, like, obviously every comedy thing. It's I also appreciate there are only 20-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Amy Poehler, Adam Scott, oh, Az- man. Aziz Ansari. Just great people. It's just, like, so ridiculous. It's definitely, like... I don't know if you appreciate the mockumentary style which i tend to really like you would like it if you're like a big office fan and looking for something different they coin the treat yourself yeah mm-hmm. all the stuff it's just so funny and the don't be suspicious <laughs> i love that i love when um adam scott um he's like really depressed and okay this is okay, like, me okay, right but now. this is literally me during coronavirus <laughs> he tries to make a claymation <laughs> and he spent like 30 hours making the claymation if you guys like don't know like um like claymation work like it's like stop motion and so like you and no, he spends 30 hours making it and he's like oh it's gonna be so good and they watch it and it's like six seconds long and it's like requiem for a dream for a dream oh my god i love <laughs> so that so funny but just uh, another good really i don't know a funny one um next up i have arrested development this show is so So funny funny. um it's on netflix they they did it for a while and then they stopped and then they brought it back and it's still really funny but honestly the whole family is just the acting's really good the comedic timing is really good like michael Sarah. like come on are you joking (laughs) like it's it's that shows that oh my god david cross i i cannot <laughs> will arnett like I all the jason david Bateman. Cross is the funniest no, david cross ever. literally makes me yell in that show he's like my favorite in character scary movies he's so funny um, all right next one up is how i met your mother wow um jamie and i love the show it's on hulu and oh my god it used to be on netflix i'm just obsessed with it like it's just like the funniest stuff and like you like it's base it's kind of like that friends feeling how it's like well there's five of them there's not six mm-hmm. but i actually met jason siegel one time on the way to the bathroom at a restaurant there so you go. i just like i was freaking out i was like oh my god i was like i loved you as marshall and he was like thanks <laughs> <laughs> but he's like totally okay. recommend it's just so funny and like i just love neil patrick harris like he, he's so cute he plays a really good straight guy in that, but just really funny uh next up is rupaul's jack race and this show is so funny i love all the queens that come on i love following up and keeping up with them on instagram 
and they have a lot of them have their own spin-offs and shows and stuff and if you love if you have any sort of interest in makeup at all you need to watch this show because what they do to themselves is just so crazy mm -hmm. how they transform like i love the first episode of each season when each queen comes in and she's totally just beat like beat the house like literally just their best clothes best makeup best hair and then they all like meet and talk and then they all get undressed and you see what they look like half of them are like bald men with like unibrows and then they just turn themselves into like these gorgeous women and i don't know how they do it and yeah. they're so talented they like make their own clothes mm -hmm. you just have to watch it it's great Next up is The Great British Baking Show. I only recently watched oh, this because this I went over to um, our best friend Kelsey's house. Like, uh, like it was like a month or two ago, and she was watching it, and we watched it. And it's just so funny because they're all so nice. Like, they're so nice like, to each other. I know, like, the other ones, like, the like their literal competitor will be like, hey, can I borrow this? And they're like, yeah, sure. And they, like, help each other. And I'm and like, uh, like, Americans could never. Oh, I know. But it's just, like, if you're looking for something that's, like, obviously kind of, like, the same environment as Chopped, but also, like, a little bit more relaxed and, like, easygoing and, like, less competitive, I would definitely look at the Great British Baking Show. It's just And you also wholesome. get really good ideas for yourself. It's so wholesome i love it oh, i love that show next up is project runway it's kind of like rupaul's drag race definitely like the predecessor to that though last um, new year's eve not the one that just passed but the one before ariel and i were talking about this the other day we stayed up till four in the morning on new year's day watching project runway i just it's so bingeable yeah it's just one of those shows same with rupaul's drag race oh no that was america's next time oh model. same same with okay, America's sorry. that we're mentioning that too. America's next top, top model. Just oh, remember shows. when I watched that for like three months last year? Yeah. I just kept no, watching no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like we stayed up till four AM watching America's Next Top Model. It's just so those addicting. competition shows, like I could watch over and over and over again. They're so iconic. Mm -hmm. Next up we have South Park. This show is just so funny. It's obviously just satirical and it just makes fun of all the crazy shit that's going on in the world. But like that's like what you need. Like it's just so it's like so accurate and realistic that you're just like you have to laugh because like it's just ridiculous. Next up we have Bob's Burgers. Mm. I absolutely love this show. If you don't like this show, just unsubscribe. You also just have to watch just because like you have to look at the burger specials board. Oh, every it, episode? They change it every episode. The first episode, the burger's called the child molester and it comes with a side of candy. So like that's when you like, know. It's just like funny shit like that. Like the attention to detail mm -hmm. is just so good. Every character is so funny. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so well written. Yeah. I don't know. Um, next up, Love is Blind. Um, I actually just have you watched it yet? I haven't started yet. Meg. I know Shannon texted Meg. me last night. My sister texted me. She's like, You need to watch this show. So I saw our friend Kelsey last night, obviously social distancing and trying to see people as less as possible and not leave the apartment. So I went over to her apartment last night and we watched um we watched Love is Blind and oh my god I'm I already am like I have my couple down oh and like god. I already know like so basically if you guys didn't know like it's just as addicting as everyone says I had to stop myself from watching another episode so we only watched the first one so don't give me any spoilers but basically there's guys and there's girls and they're totally separated they never see each other until so they basically talk through a wall and, and like, they like get to know they, each they other. like get to know each other and then like they propose and then once they propose they get to see each other and then like then they meet each other's families they have mm -hmm. to move in together and then like they go up to the altar and like they can say i do or i don't 
And I like, saw the preview ah! for it and I was like, oh shit. It's just such a good show. It kind of I mean, reminds me of like 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. You get so invested so fast. So definitely recommend. Um, next up is The Circle. I haven't watched this. I haven't watched it either, but I've heard nothing but the best. I think I'm going to watch that like in the next couple of days because I really want to watch it. Mm -hmm. um, we're in a new category. Um, this is the drama. drama category. So Homeland. Um, this is about claire danes and she's a cia agent and if you're interested at all in the middle east i would suggest watching this it's so interesting but what makes this show so great is that she has bipolar disorder oh and it's one of the first shows i've ever watched that did an amazing job portraying mental illness mm -hmm. and so she's a cia agent and she has to hide the fact that she has bipolar disorder and like but sometimes she goes like manic and mm -hmm. like she just does like crazy shit it's just such a good show oh my god i absolutely love that show claire danes is amazing next up is euphoria this is probably one of my favorite shows of all time ever they, they just started doing the table reads i've been seeing pictures and i like want to cry mm -hmm. it's on hbo and it's just about a group of basically like drugged out high school kids that's honestly i guess the best way but just the shit that happens is so crazy the makeup looks are iconic all the all the girls in that show are just amazing so, they're really sexy like i'm sorry and all the guys are like i'm like oh it's just so good it, and, honestly, and i think it shows a lot of the stuff was, that like people go through though. i was gonna be like honestly it's like it's like the most that and like sex education I feel yeah like they're the most like accurate representation of like high school like childhood ever next show spinning out spinning out so we went on this rant about how great we think the show is it's that figure scanning show we talked about in, an, in another episode mm -hmm. on netflix still fantastic however it got canceled after one season yeah. because it was only out for a month and We're apparently cool. netflix does this thing where like if it doesn't stir up enough like viewership they just cut it out they like yeah. they stop doing it they cancel the show which i'm surprised because like it had like a decent amount of like famous actors in it yeah and like it just was a really well done show but there's actually a petition to get it like restarted or like pushed to another yeah, network like, or something i think they're gonna pick it up i hope so i hope so that show's honestly really good it just sucks because the last episode of the season finale is such a cliffhanger and so like and you don't know what happens like there's just so many questions that we still have and like they they made it that way so that there would be a season two and now there's not gonna be and i genuinely st sit like stay up at night wondering what's gonna happen i don't and we'll just never know yep. well hopefully we will Next up is you. I just watched season one again. Oh man, this um, show is so Jamie good. Jamie and I binged the first four episodes, and then I watched the other like six by myself. But it's, it's just, just incredible. The show is so good. I love that show. It's just so easily bingeable. Seasons one and two were out on Netflix. Penn Bagley, wow. Yeah. Scary as hell, but I still, I still sympathize for him. I know. Sometimes, I'm I'm, sometimes I'm like, oh, but then I'm like, ew, wait, he's disgusting. Yeah, I'm like, wait, he like murders people. Yeah. Next up, we have um, Bojack Horseman, and this is in the <laughs> drama section. <laughs> I love how you put the, like a talking horse. In the no, drama I section. know it is like kind of funny, but it's very like dark, like a dark sense of humor. But like it is, it's it's a very like serious show. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like a really like funny. Sh I don't know. You just have to watch it. This is one of John's favorite shows. Oh really? I didn't even know. He that. suggested it and he, he suggested yeah no i was like do you have any suggestions and he was like oh bojack horseman and i put it in the drama section because Aww. i don't think it's truly like 
a satire it's not really a comedy i know it is animated but i definitely consider it to be more of a drama yeah next up we have shameless this is on showtime i believe it's on netflix now it takes place in the inner city of chicago on the south side Mm-hmm. And it's about this family, and they're ba- like basically the father is like a drug a drug addict, alcoholic. Like their mom like isn't in the picture, and it's basically this older sister raising her f- four younger siblings wow. or five younger siblings. And it's just such a good show. Like it's sad because like all the stuff they go through, like they just they they live in poverty, and like everyone does really messed up shit to them. But it's also funny. Mm-hmm. And you laugh, and it's just kind of like one of those shows that's like honestly everything, but I definitely say it's more of a drama. Mm-hmm. But they cover a lot of topics like trans, um, like trans rights. They talk about um, like coming out, they talk about mental illness, they talk about addiction. There's like a lot of different aspects that they cover. Mm-hmm. Um, Next up is Big Little Lies, and I'm so excited. I've watched the show like three times. Seasons one and two are out on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it is an HBO show, yeah. so if you do have HBO, you can watch it. has some big names. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley, uh, Laura, Laura Dern's Dern. in it. Um, uh, Zoe, Zoe, Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is in it. It's just so good. Like Meryl Streep is in season two, y'all. Yeah, there's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's really nice because I really, I feel like not a lot of shows these days are like mystery based. And this one, like, they announced the first episode that like someone has died. And, like, you spend the whole first season trying to figure out who died and who did it. And, like, it's really fun to, like, watch it with, like, a friend or, like, a group of friends and, like, place bets every episode, like, who we think did it. Because after every episode, they, like, almost frame it to make, like, it look like somebody else did it or somebody else died. And I was wrong. And, um, I watched it with my little sister and she was wrong, too, so. It's also a a book. Mm -hmm. If you want to read the book, the book was very good. Next show is The Morning Show. This show is on Apple TV. Um, if you uh, you can, you can get a free trial subscription oh, really? for a week, okay, and then after that, I believe it's five dollars a month, so pretty cheap honestly, for I think that's pretty a expensive. streaming service. I would honestly download or get a free trial just for the show. Yeah, it was, it was honestly so incredible. The themes, the relationships, we, Meg so and many I were, famous people Meg, in it. I know Meg and I were literally yelling at the TV at points. There's like Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. But it's interesting, so it's basically, like, I think sort of borrowed from what happened with Matt Lauer in the Today Show. It's definitely based on the Today Show. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, like, Matt Lauer was the lead anchor, and then he was accused of sexual assault. And so that's basically what happened. So Steve Carell basically plays Matt Lauer, and he gets accused of sexual assault. And Jennifer Aniston is his co-host, and they've been together on the show for, like, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And then he gets fired, and then there's all this scandal, and they're basically just trying to scramble and find a new host and, like, keep it going. And it's a great show, honestly. If you're interested in media at all, I would highly, highly suggest Mm -hmm. watching it. It's really interesting to see what goes on behind the scenes, how much work people do just for us to get our news. Yeah. I didn't Um, watch that. Next up is Atlanta. I didn't finish the show, but it's really good. It's Donald Glover's show, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. He wrote it, produced it, directed it, and stars in it. Okay. And the show is amazing. The music's amazing. Highly recommend. It's on FX, so I think you can stream it there. 
it's, I think it's also on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But highly recommend that show. It's great. Next up is Community. This is like an older show. This also has Donald Glover in it. Okay. Um, and it's about a community college and mm-hmm. just like a bunch of people that go there. And that show is so funny. Word. It's actually really good. Um, next up is House. This is um, a show with Hugh Laurie, who's a British actor, but he's American in this show. And it's about him solving extreme cases because he's a doctor um and it's just like crazy cases that no one else can solve and he and his team just diagnose and treat patients that no one else can seem to treat and he's also what makes it interesting is that he's a drug addict oh so yeah it's really interesting that show's really good um next up we have Grey's Anatomy the most bingeable show of yeah, all time I've watched it like seven times because there's like 16 seasons at this point but. no honestly the first like five seasons are fire mm-hmm. um next up is Scandal written by the same person Olivia Pope is someone that you like literally want to be and like especially in this time of like being at home all the time like she'll make you want to get up and like get shit done and like I don't know just be like a more confident person I love her wardrobe too. Oh my god, it's her so clothes good. are amazing. Like I forget what designer, but some a designer actually did a collection, mm-hmm. like the Olivia Pope collection, yeah. and it's just like beautiful coats and like workwear and just like professional wear, and everything is just absolutely gorgeous. And if you like politics at all, if you're interested in like the Clinton affair, this is kind of like that. Honestly, it's just such a good show mm-hmm. i really can't say enough about it there's one more show after scandal the handmaid's tale this is amazing it has elizabeth moss in it it's very it's kind of hard to watch at some points it's basically just about like this religious group that like takes over the u.s and they strip women basically all rights mm-hmm. and it's just i read the book in college it's it's hard it's hard to watch but it's it's very good if you're interested in feminism at all any like dystopian societies this is your book Uh, or movie yeah i mean movie show i mean so we're going to get into the action horror thriller section now we're gonna talk about american horror story a classic there's like eight seasons at this point there's 10 10 wow okay never mind i've been behind a little bit but there's just a different theme like there's gonna at least be one season that you like coven murder house literally Uh, um, asylum there's like a circus roanoke there's just something for everyone so you're gonna like it no matter what definitely creepy yeah it's creepy it's weird it's sexual it's like freudian it's very it's very Mm -hmm. well done the actors are amazing Next up, we have Servant, and this is another Apple TV show. It's We talked about it a lot in one of our other episodes, mm-hmm. but basically it's about this couple that has a baby, and then their baby dies, and the wife like can't cope with it, so they get like a fake baby, and the mom really like gross. still takes care of it like it's a normal baby, and the husband's just like, what the... And then she hires a live-in nanny to take care of the fake mm-hmm. baby. And she's, like, going along with the mom. And then one day, like, the dad's home by himself and he hears a baby cry and the baby's real. Ew. That show was so crazy. It was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. So if you like any sort of horror, that show is great. It's, like, just... You literally watch it and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that show's so good. Next up is Stranger Things. There's three seasons at this point. I I have only watched part of season one, but it's definitely a really good show. A lot of 80s nostalgia. It's like weird. That. I'm sure a lot of you have already watched it. But, yeah. It's um, a nice reminder. Yeah, it's a great show. Next up, um, The Americans. This was on FX, I think. 
and it's about two spies two soviet spies and they're living in the u.s as americans so they're posing as americans Mm -hmm. and you would never tell that they weren't american and so they're just like sleeper spies and then like the first episode they get a neighbor and he works at the fbi Mm -hmm. and it's like because at the same time like you like them and you're like rooting for them but they're also russian spies yeah so it's like that show is honestly so good it's very intense Next up is Black Mirror. This is probably, like, my favorite show of all time. It's just so creepy, so gross. Makes me never want to go on my phone ever again. It's just honestly horrifying. So much sci-fi, so much AI, like... It's sort of like American Horror Story, where, except instead of each season being a different cast, each episode is a different cast and a different storyline. I like that, too, so you can just watch, like, any random They're, like, mini-movies. Yeah. Next up, we have Luther um this is a great show it's about detectives it has idris elba and he's like the star of the show and he's a detective in london and it's a if you like any sort of crime show like this is your show it's it's so well done a lot of twists and turns next show we have is dirty john so we're recommending the show and the podcast the show is on netflix i don't remember what it was on originally but there's a podcast as well that the la times did and it's on spotify apple Podcasts. it's under the same name dirty john but it's absolutely incredible this middle-aged mom who's been divorced a couple of times and has three adult children she goes on dating apps and she meets this guy who ends up being like a really shady character and has been like abusing women and like just been like a really shitty guy and he takes advantage of her and he lies and says he's a doctor but he really has like been in prison and like he lies about being like an iraq war veteran never went to war he's just not a good guy so definitely recommend it though once again it's one of those shows that is good for any age i just watched it with my parents and they loved it so i recommend watching the show first Mm -hmm. and then listening to the podcast because then i think like you understand it more once you've seen it played out Mm -hmm. and i think they did a great job of having like the character's integrity match up with the actual person for sure and you actually get to hear from the mom and the daughter's and like in the podcast which i think is really interesting so i I, that is i i watched that show i think in two days Mm -hmm. and it was so good and i listened to the podcast in like two or three days Mm -hmm. it's fantastic next up we have the fall and this is a netflix original show it has jamie dornan in it and this was before he was in the 50 shades but he plays a serial killer Ah, and then jillian anderson who also is so hot plays this cop and she works for scotland yard and she's trying to like figure out who's committing all these murders and like he's committing all these murders and there's like this weird like sexual tension between them Mm -hmm. and like oh my god that show everyone in that show is hot like honestly jamie dornan he's a serial killer but he's so hot oh my (laughs) god that show is fin. we have to watch a show like you're it's so easy to watch next up on the list is hannibal i've never seen it before hannibal i think this is on netflix or hulu um but it's really interesting it's honestly just, you can just talk about the rest of them because I, I haven't seen any of the ones on the list it's just about um hannibal lecter and it's like before he's found out to be like a serial killer and it's actually interesting because the guy that plays him is like played by a guy an actor that played a bond villain so mm-hmm. he's just like the perfect player a yeah. perfect person to do it and I don't know if you know who Hugh Dancy is. He's yeah. Claire Danes' husband. Yeah. He's the main character, and he's just he works with like the FBI, and 
he's like a serial like empath like mm-hmm. he feels every single emotion that like someone else feels and he solves crimes like mm-hmm. all the time wow. and um it's that show is just so good oh my god that like if you if you liked silence of the lambs and like you like hannibal lecter and like how creepy he is and you like any sort of crime show that show is amazing the cinematography mwah, oh my god it's great okay next up um i have orphan black this show is on bbc um it's very science based it's about this girl and she finds out she's a like a lab product like she was created to be like genetically superior and she finds out she has all these twins all over the world and they like find each other and then the company is like trying to kill them off Mm -hmm. oh my god that show is so good next up we have sherlock this is also on bbc um martin freeman is in it um who else is it benedict cumberbatch he plays sherlock they're sherlock and watson that show is great it's basically sherlock holmes but in modern times and each episode is like an hour and 20 minutes so they're like mini movies Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting if you like crime and all that stuff next up we have westworld this is an hbo show it's um basically a theme park of ai so people go in and they it's like wild west themed and you pay like thousands of dollars to go in and you stay for a week and you can kill anyone you can have sex with them you can do like anything you want to these androids and it's creepy because the androids are like almost human Mm -hmm. it's kind of uncanny you don't really know if they know more than they're programmed to know Mm -hmm. so that show is like absolutely amazing next up one of my favorite shows of all time game of thrones this is so bingeable if we're in if we're in our houses for like a couple months a year i don't know this is a show to watch yeah it's i don't need to say anything else honestly it's just if you haven't watched it by now just try it it's just so good next up we have broad church this was on the bbc but now it's on netflix and this is a murder mystery show basically a child gets murdered he washes up on a beach Mm -hmm. and the show is about two detectives and they're trying to figure out one of them is olivia coleman who plays the new queen elizabeth in the crown and then the other one is david tennant who is in like doctor who um but that show is great they have great chemistry and it's a very like just intense show if you like mystery or crime it's great so unfortunately i actually have to go but meg's actually going to finish the rest of this episode by herself so i really hope you guys enjoyed listening to me future me editing this hey um but we're gonna take a quick moment to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the rest of the episode so sorry that i'm gonna be missing the rest of it but i'm sure meg will give you guys some great suggestions be back in a sec hello everybody it's meg i'm back um we just had a crazy day and we couldn't finish the episode unfortunately but i'm here and i'm going to finish the rest of the episode by myself if you hear my boyfriend playing video games i'm sorry (laughs) um i told him to try and keep it quiet but let's see if he does back to where we were we're starting with movies and we have various categories so let's get into it the first one i have is the feel-good slash rom-com category so first up is legally blonde 
obviously that's like a cult classic movie with reese witherspoon if you haven't watched it for the love of god what are you doing next up i have little women which actually just came out in theaters like on christmas and Aaron and I went to go see it in theaters and we cried the entire time, like literally the entire time. Um, and our friend Kelsey was with us too and she didn't really cry, but Aaron and I both have sisters, so maybe we felt it a little bit more, but that movie is great. Also, that book is great by Louisa May Alcott, totally classic, one of my favorite books ever. The movie did a fantastic job of bringing the book to life and also modernizing it a little bit. Next up. We have the classic Ratatouille that can pull me out of the deepest depression. I just love that movie. It's great. Honestly, 10 out of 10. Next up, we have Coco. So I'm going to kind of go on like a Disney Pixar kind of rampage for a sec. Coco is fantastic. The song Remember Me from the movie literally makes me cry like on site. The soundtrack is great. Also, I love that it focuses on Dio de los Muertos because I feel like there isn't enough about that and like I'm not his I'm not Mexican at all but like I love the holiday and like think it's interesting to like learn the customs and that's a great way to do it next up we have Finding Nemo slash Finding Dory I'm pretty sure everyone has seen these but these are just good feel-good movies and they always bring a smile to my face I hope they bring a smile to yours as well Next up, we have Monsters, Inc. slash Monsters University. I actually like Monsters University better than Monsters, Inc., I think. I don't know why. I think it's just more, like, I appreciate it more because I saw Monsters, Inc. That was one of the first movies I remember seeing as a kid. I was probably, like, four when it came out. I was, like, really young. That was one of the first movies I remember ever seeing. And I think it's cool that, like, when I was going to college, that's when the movie came out. So I think it's really cool that I kind of got to, like, grow up and then come back to it. Um, I just really appreciated that they did that. Same thing with Finding Dory, but I love how Disney did that. I think that's great. Um, next up, we have Crazy Rich Asians. This movie is actually really funny. Um, I watched it with my mom and my sister, and we were, like, dying the whole time. Also, everyone in it is, like, pretty attractive. The fashion is great. Um, I think the storyline's cute. It's a great rom-com. Next up, we have Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. And that has Marilyn Monroe in it. And that's, I think, my favorite Marilyn Monroe film. It's just super funny. Um, it's about two, like, show girls that are... They go on, like, a, a cruise ship. And they just, like, are trying to, like, get with all these guys and stuff. And it's just really funny. And Marilyn does her iconic... Um diamonds are a girl's best friend routine and it's i could literally watch that all day she's absolutely mesmerizing in that and yeah just like even if you if you even if you don't want to watch the movie just go ahead and watch her perform because it's insane next up we have breakfast at tiffany's this is one of my favorite movies of all time this is such a cute movie audrey hepburn is like just drop dead gorgeous she's so elegant so sophisticated and something that I really like about this movie is that the term little black dress actually was derived from this movie. So she wears this black dress in the beginning of like the first scene. And fashion has just become like just evolved from that so much. Like she literally created the little black dress. It was I think Givenchy 
designed it but it's oh my god it's absolutely beautiful like everything she wears in it is in that movie is amazing and if you have any interest in fashion you need to watch that movie because her looks are so iconic um next up we have the incredible slash the incredibles 2 that honestly i think might be maybe like top three for me of disney like pixar movies i this in this case i do like the incredibles like the original incredibles better than the incredibles 2 but incredibles 2 is funny next up we have up that movie makes me cry just the music from it if i hear it triggered such a cute movie um moana the music in that is actually really good but that movie was really awesome i love that it was focused on like polynesian culture which i think is really important because i think that gets brushed under the rug a lot and it's i don't know i think it's important to bring that more into focus and be more inclusive especially because moana is not just like a white princess or something I know she's not a princess, but it's good to bring, like, strong non-white female characters into movies, especially today. Next up, we have Clueless. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly. Also, if you're into fashion, you absolutely have to watch this, and it makes me, like, pee my pants. There are just so many funny scenes. Alicia Silverstone is so funny, and Paul Rudd is just adorable, and he's so cute, and he's so young, and honestly, he looks the same, even though he's like 50, and this movie's from the 90s, but oh, I love that movie. All right, Mamma Mia is next. I haven't seen the second one. I don't know why. I've heard great things, but I just love Mamma Mia. I could literally be in the worst mood ever, and if I even hear like an ABBA song or watch like Mamma Mia, I'm in a completely different mood. Like that movie is so good. Bridget Jones's Diary. I love the first movie. The second movie is okay. It's a little weird. Um, I have not seen the most recent one, so I can't attest to that. But the first one is so cute. I love that movie. The Breakfast Club, a great 80s flick. Um, it's about it. The ending scene, so iconic. The songs are great. Just the style is great. I don't know. It's a great watch. Uh, The Devil Wears Prada. This movie, I think I've seen at least a hundred times. I also read the book. The book was good, but I think the, the movie was actually better in this case. Meryl Streep is just so iconic. And Anne Hathaway is great. I usually don't really like Anne Hathaway like that much, but I really liked her in this movie. And Emily Blunt is amazing, and so is Stanley Tucci. Just honestly, the whole cast is great. Uh, 13 going on 30. This movie's a, like, sleepover classic. I feel like everyone watches this movie when they're, like, at a sleepover. But, you know, you can just take a blast to the past and watch this movie. It's from, like, the early 2000s, so the style is pretty great. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really easy watch. Mark Ruffalo is so cute in that. Um, next up we have the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh my god. This movie, I think I've also seen like a hundred times. It's just so perfect in every way. And the music is great. And when Isabella says, sing to me, pal, though, I just like lose my mind. But yeah, I think this movie is like the best Disney Channel movie for sure. Uh, next up, we have 
the princess diaries this is a pretty good disney movie honestly like this one brings me back to when i was a kid and i would watch this on disney channel and i don't know it just brings back good vibes and last for this category we have notting hill this is kind of underrated i feel like a lot of people haven't seen it but it has Julia Roberts in it, and she's all cute and young. Hugh Grant is in it, and he's, like, the love interest. And he's, like, really young, and his hair is, like, super floppy. He owns this, like, bookstore in Notting Hill, and it's, like, a section of London. And Julia Roberts is, like, this huge movie star. And, like, she comes into his shop, and, like, they, like, fall in love. And it's, like, oh, my God, that, show, that movie's so cute. Very underrated. Some honorable mentions. The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez. That's a good one. My Best Friend's Wedding is a great one with Julia Roberts. Am I missing anything else? Probably. I forgot about those. I didn't have those on my list, but I just thought of them right now. All right, next category, we have action. So first up, we have the Harry Potter series. There are eight of these movies. So if you're really bored, you could do just a whole binge and do like watch them in like two or three days. I've done that before, Harry Potter weekend. Good morning. But yeah, um, if you like Harry Potter, if you're into the books, you know, it's it's a good watch. The movies are actually pretty good. Uh, Wonder Woman is up next. Wonder Woman was honestly great. Gal Gadot is the hottest bitch alive. And she just did such a good job. I usually, like, I'm not crazy about superhero movies. I really only like DC. Unpopular opinion. But, you know, it's, she's just so iconic, and she literally is Superwoman. Like, I can't think of anyone else that could even play that role besides her. Uh, next up, we have Black Panther. This movie was so good. Like, the soundtrack alone was fantastic. I still listen to all the stars with Kendrick Lamar and SZA. All the actors in it were so amazing. And I love that, like, it was an all-black cast. I think that was great. And, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. It's a great movie. Um, next up, we have The Joker. I actually did like this movie, but it was low-key hard to watch just because it was depressing. Like, it had a lot to do with mental illness and, like, The Joker's background. And, like, he basically has, like, a lot of mental illness issues and like his mom does as well and, and like he lives with his mom and he's like super poor and he's like trying to like this sounds really sad but like make it as a clown oh my god I hate clowns but it like doesn't work out and then he basically like turns to crime and then he just gets like his hopes dashed like over and over again throughout his whole life and so I, like, kind of get, like, why he is the way he is, but it was still really hard to watch. All right, the James Bond movies, the ones with Daniel Craig. So there's Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall. And then, oh, what was that other one? There's a fourth one, but I can't remember the name right now. But those movies are so good. And allegedly, there's a fifth one. So, yes, I have seen all four. They're honestly great I think my favorites are probably Casino Royale and Skyfall. Those were so good. Uh, next up, we have Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. And then I think there's like a third Jurassic World, but I haven't seen that one. I'm, I just love Jurassic Park, like the original. Um, I thought Jurassic World was good, but like I'm not loving Bryce Dallas Howard. So that was kind of, she was kind of annoying, honestly. 
but I love Chris Pratt. So, like, it kind of was just neutral for me. Like, I wasn't obsessed, but I also wasn't, like, hating it. I don't know. But Jurassic Park, the original, is A1. Next up, we have the Batman series. And I'm talking about the one with Christian Bale. Christian Bale was so good as Batman. Um, I think, honestly, he's the best Batman, like, hands down. And then we have the last part of this category, the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Love Johnny Depp. Love Orlando Bloom. Keira Knightley rocks my socks, honestly. This movie is so good. Well, all of them. There's, like, I think, like, four of them. And then I don't know if there... Oh, no, there's five. Yeah, there is a fifth one. I think there's a four. I don't know, but they're all great. Next category, we have horror slash thriller. Um, all right, so this... The first one we have is Parasite. I actually have not seen this movie, unfortunately. I'm probably going to watch it in the next few days when I'm not doing anything. I've heard the best things about it. Obviously, it won, like, so many Academy Awards. It won Best Picture, so, like, duh, come on. And, like, usually I don't always agree with the Academy, but, like, I think this was well-deserved. And Aaron could not stop, like, saying how great it was. And we always like the same things. So I'm sure I'll love it. And, yeah, I'm just honestly dying to watch it. All right. Us. That I saw in theaters. That was really scary, honestly. Um, I think I've seen it, like, three, like two or three times. And... It honestly doesn't get, like, less scary when you watch it, which is great. And I thought the acting was really good. And Lupita Nyong'o was... I don't even know how she did all those voices. Like, that was literally crazy. She's so talented. And, yeah, honestly, everyone that started in that was talented because they played two people. Which was absolutely crazy. And they're so starkly different. Uh, next up, we have Midsummer. This one... It just messed me up so bad. I saw this one in theaters with Aaron. We love horror movies in case you like didn't notice. But this one is just so good. It's so different from anything I've ever seen. I absolutely love Florence Pugh. She did a fantastic job in this. And yeah, honestly, like if I do recommend anyone in this category, it would probably be this movie the most because it just is fantastic. Next up, we have A Quiet Place. This one was great. Love John Krasinski. Love Emily Blunt. It actually was very scary. And they're coming out with a second one. I think it's coming out in theaters soon. Oh, but like the theaters are closing because of the... I, yeah, I don't really know. But I would totally be down to watch the second one. I really liked the first one. Next up is Get Out. This one... Oh my god, this one was crazy. I was literally screaming as I was watching it. It's it's like honestly such a mind fuck. And I did not see like the major twist that was coming, so it's honestly just it's it, it, it just basically is just deals with racism but like in the most extreme way. And you just have to watch it. If you haven't seen it, like, please watch that movie. It's so good. Next up, we have the Annabelle and the Conjuring series. Those are two separate series, but they're, like, kind of connected. I've only seen the first and second Annabelle movies. They're honestly, like, they're kind of, like, corny scary, but, like, they have a couple good jump scares. And, like, the plot lines aren't terrible for a horror movie. Like, sometimes horror movies are just really bad. This one is pretty good for the most part. 
and The Conjuring. I thought the first one was scary, but honestly, I thought the second one was scarier. And I thought it was a lot different. Like, the first one took place in Rhode Island. This one took place in England, so it was just, like, a completely different setting. If you like ghosts and, like, demons and, like, the Warrens and stuff like that, then definitely watch this movie. Alright, next up we have The Orphan. This one, like The Conjuring, also has Vera Farmiga. I absolutely love her. She's such a good actress. But this one was super weird. Like, this couple, like, adopts this girl, this, like, Russian girl. And at first she's, like, really sweet and nice. But then she starts doing all this devious shit and, like, trying to, like, kill people. And she's, like, there's a big twist. And honestly that movie's i could watch that movie like over and over again and it's still really good next up we have hush this one was really good again sort of just like a thriller it the thing that made it interesting was the fact that the main character is deaf and so she's like you know just hanging out in her house and stuff like that and then all of a sudden this guy comes and like murders their neighbor like her next door neighbor and like And, like, which is, like, her close friend. And so her friend, like, runs up to her house and is, like, banging on the door. But she's deaf, so she can't hear. And the girl gets just, like, stabbed, like, right on her front porch. And she's just, like, chilling, like, making dinner. And has no idea what's going on. So, like, that was so crazy. And she basically, like, the the killer, like, comes in her house. But she's deaf and can't hear. So she's basically just, like, trying to, like, survive. And that movie's honestly nuts. Next up, we have Seven. This has Morgan Freeman in it. It has Brad Pitt, who play two cops. And they're trying to find this killer who is Kevin Spacey. I actually loved Kevin Spacey until he was, like, a rapist, until I found that out. But he honestly, like, was so creepy in this movie. And I think maybe it's, like, part of, like, maybe partly because he is, like, a terrible person so he's able to play a terrible person so yeah that movie is honestly really good next up we have silence of the lambs and this one is one of the most cl- like classic horror movies of all time i just can't even talk about how much this movie gives me the creeps i just just watch it like you just honestly need to watch it it's if you're interested in like serial killers at all you just like you need to watch this movie like this is your movie all right so next category we have historical dramas obviously because i love history because i'm a dork the first one we have is brooklyn and this one is so cute saoirse ronan's in it and she's an irish girl she actually is irish in real life and it's about her moving to america during like the immigration wave when everyone was coming over so she moves to new york city she moves to brooklyn and it's just about her like acclimating and stuff and she like meets this italian boy who's adorable and like he falls so hard in love with her and stuff and then they get like secretly married she like goes back to ireland and like she like kind of wants to stay there and like doesn't want to go back even though she just like married this guy and i'm not going to give away the ending but it's she basically just chooses like where she ultimately wants to be oh my god that movie is so good Next up, we have Carol, and this movie was honestly so good. It's about these two women in the 50s. One of them is a little, it's like Kate Blanchett and then Rooney Mara. They're the two uh, main characters. And they basically have like a lesbian affair, like in the 50s. 
and I just think it's great because I feel like there aren't that many well like I haven't seen that many like LGBTQ movies like where they are the actual like front people of the movie like usually gay characters or like supporting characters or something but like this is literally just a gay movie which I think is so great and it won like a bunch of awards and stuff and the acting is honestly just great and yeah honestly if you're at all interested in that or not you don't even have to be it's just so sad to see like how things were and stuff like that but and like how far we've come even though we have a long way to go we have come a long way since then next up we have cinderella man this movie is so good it takes place in the great depression russell crowe is in it and renee zellweger and russell crowe like it's a true story which is great but he plays this famous boxer and he he's his family's completely like obliterated by the great depression like they were living they were really well off and then they lost everything and they lived in like a literal unfinished basement with three kids and they like couldn't pay any of their bills and stuff like that and then he started boxing he got hurt had to work had to find work during the great depression which is like literally impossible and then he just becomes a boxer and then i'm not gonna give it away but like it just was that movie's honestly so good and i love the fact that it's a true story next up we have revolutionary road and my two faves leonardo dicaprio and kate winslet are in this one and it takes place in i don't know if i don't remember if it's the 50s or the 60s but it takes place in connecticut and they're a married couple and they're just like honestly like discontented and stuff and it just has a lot to do with like women's rights and stuff i don't want to give it away but it's honestly it's so good to see like again how things were and like how far we've come and like the end is honestly gonna make you so mad but like it's just it like is such an important movie next up we have the godfather and i've only ever seen the first one which is like kind of embarrassing but the first one is amazing it's really long but it's still so good and like shocking the first time you watch it i haven't seen the second or third and i really have to do that but the first one was amazing Next up, we have The Imitation Game, and this is also a true story. And this one is about this guy named Alan Turing, and it takes place in England. And this guy invented the computer and defeated the Nazis, basically, but got zero credit because he was gay. It just was really sad, like how he was treated, even though he saved thousands and thousands of people's lives. Next up, we have The King's Speech. This movie is really great. It has Colin Firth. He's the main character. Helena Bonham Carter plays his wife, and he is the King of England. He's Queen Elizabeth's father. And he, his older brother abdicated the throne, like really, like suddenly, and then he just had to take over. And he had a speech impediment. He had a really bad stutter. And he had to make all these speeches and stuff like that. And so he hired like he tried all these speech classes and stuff and like all these teachers and stuff and nothing worked and then he met this one guy and they just like hit it off and that movie is honestly so heartwarming and it's so good and again it's another true story next up we have hidden figures this is also a true story this one is so amazing taraji b henson is so good in this and it's just about um a woman that worked for NASA and she basically like 
did all the calculations to like get us to the moon and like she wasn't even really credited because she was a black woman and this movie is honestly amazing it made me cry like four times please watch this movie it's really important and lastly we have my week with Marilyn, which is also a true story and it was about this guy who worked for Laurence Olivier. If you don't know who Laurence Olivier is, he was a famous British actor. He did a lot of like Broadway and like theater and stuff, but he also did do some movies. And he starred in the movie The Prince and the Showgirl with Marilyn Monroe. And this movie is about the making of that movie. And the main character is one of Laurence Olivier's assistants. And he supposedly had like a week-long affair with Marilyn Monroe and it just like it shows you how vulnerable she was and stuff like that and I think it it was very well done Eddie Redmayne is absolutely adorable he's the main character and then Michelle Williams plays Marilyn Monroe and that movie is honestly like so underrated but it's so good like you need to watch it ASAP next up we have the humor section and this one is Step Brothers Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. I really don't need to say anymore. Anchorman, same thing. Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd. Like, Steve Carell, are you kidding me? Just literally by Talladega Nights. Ugh. Steve Carell, John C. Riley. Are you guys seeing a pattern? Those are honestly probably like the whole eternity of Will Ferrell movies. Those movies are so funny. They literally, they just make me yell. Um, Kicking and Screaming is also an honorable mention that does have Will Ferrell in it. That one's really funny. Next up, we have Girls Trip. And I really like this movie, again, because it's an all-black cast and all the girls are so funny. Um, Tiffany Haddish is in it. Regina Hall's in it. Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, are you kidding me? That cast. I actually think I peed my, like, when I watched this movie, I think a little bit of pee came out because this movie was so funny. It's basically bridesmaids it it just was so good honestly oh my god next up we have the scary movies so like scary movie one scary movie two scary movie three scary movie four Aaron and I have this ongoing argument over which scary movie is the best I think it's the third one Aaron thinks it's the second one I honestly love all of them so much though and I love watching like one two and three I didn't think four was that funny like it was still funny but like the first three were just so good it was kind of hard to top Next up, we have Bridesmaids, like I talked about before for a second. That movie is so funny. The cast is basically all from SNL, so, like, you know it's really funny. Kristen Wiig makes me scream and, like, pee my pants. She just always brings a smile to my face, and she's just, like, the queen of comedy. Next up, we have Mean Girls. Also, like, the entire cast of SNL is in this. Obviously, you've seen this movie. If you are alive and have a pulse, you've seen this movie but just watch it again because it's so iconic. Next up, we have The Hangover. This movie is honestly so funny. I've seen all of them, but the first one is still my favorite and will always be my favorite. It just is so good. Like, Zach Galifianakis is so funny, and Ed Helms is literally a crackhead, and Bradley Cooper is hot, so, like, what else do you need? Next up, we have Borat. This movie is so weird, but it's, like, just, you just can't not laugh. Like, it's so stupid, but, like, 
I literally just die laughing every time I watch it. Next up, we have Napoleon Dynamite. This is mine and Aaron's like favorite movie ever. Fun fact, Aaron has a script from this movie like framed in her room and it's just like the whole movie is like typed and it's like the font is like super small but like the whole movie's typed on a page and it's just framed and it's really funny that movie is just honestly i think one of my favorite like comedy movies it just never not makes me laugh like oh my god next up the big lebowski this movie is so funny jeff bridges is iconic and lastly the austin power series I really like the third one a lot. I don't know why. I think they each got better, like, as they went on. But also, Beyonce is, like, one of the main characters in the third one. And she was a pretty good actress. And she also sang in it. And it was just really good. I don't know. Next up, we have drama. First up, we have A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And I did not know Bradley Cooper could sing that well. Like, he's actually amazing. He could have a career as a singer. But that movie's just so cute, and it made me cry, and it was really good. This next movie... I'm sorry, I had to do a moment of of silence. Good Will Hunting. This is probably, like, top five movies for me, like, of all time. Matt Damon is so good in this. Ben Affleck is so good in this. Casey Affleck, so good in this. Robin Williams is, like, on another planet. And I just love that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were so young, and they wrote, directed, and starred in the movie. And it was just, still to this date, like, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Gladiator. This is with Russell Crowe. This movie's really good. Also, um, Joaquin Phoenix is in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, like, really all you need to know. It just takes place, like, when... Uh, I think Joaquin Phoenix is Julius Caesar. Like, the Julius Caesar. And, yeah. Um, Russell Crowe is just, like, this gladiator. And... Yep, he is just, like, this super famous one. He's, like, the best one. It's basically just about him, like, having to fight all these dudes at the Coliseum. And, like, Julius Caesar's a piece of shit. So, yeah. But that's a really good action movie. Next up, we have The Help. This, I've read the book, too. The book was fantastic. The movie, though, like, was a whole nother level. I've seen this movie a bunch and i've cried every single time like it honestly gets it does not get easier to watch it's funny and it makes you cry and it makes you feel good but it's just also really hard to watch because of the racism aspect but yeah i don't know i think if you're interested in civil rights at all you need to watch this movie or read the book or please by god do both Next up, we have Forrest Gump. This movie is so iconic, and it just makes me kind of sad that Tom Hanks has coronavirus right now because he's so unproblematic and perfect. But he was just so cute in that movie. And I don't know, I just love it. And it's a classic. And I feel like a lot of people actually have not seen this movie. And it's a really important movie. Next up, Castaway. Also, Tom Hanks. That movie is fantastic. I just think it's a testament to how good of an actor he is because he literally spent three quarters of the movie 
not having anyone to talk to but the movie was still fantastic like he talked to himself he he was talking to a volleyball like what like that movie is just amazing and i can't believe it like literally didn't have any characters besides him and he's just so talented next up we have a beautiful mind another russell crowe movie this movie is honestly hard to watch just because he plays a professor that has schizophrenia and it's like severe schizophrenia he hallucinates he has auditory and visual hallucinations and he like tries to hurt himself he tries to hurt people but he's such a brilliant person it's just so hard to watch and it's a true story but um again like I think it's a great example of mental illness and I think it's one of the few examples where it was actually done right next up we have black swan this one also deals with mental illness and I think it just shows how like stress can unravel you and stuff like that and it has Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis and I love like ballet and like figure skating and like gymnastics all that graceful shit that I am like could never in a million years do so I have a lot of appreciation for it but yeah Black Swan is a great movie Natalie Portman is a ballerina and she's the prima ballerina for um Swan Lake for this major for I think it's the New York City Ballet but she just like mentally unravels and it's honestly so good Next up, we have Gran Torino. This was, I think, written and directed by Clint Eastwood. And this has to do with racism, but particularly racism against Asians, like Vietnamese people, like because of the Vietnam War. Clint Eastwood plays a Vietnam veteran. So he is like just a racist white old guy, but then he like kind of changes his ways and it's like heartwarming, but also sad. But it's a great drama. Next up, we have The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. And this movie was so good. I think this was actually the movie that Leo won his Oscar. But this movie was so action-packed. Again, a testament to how good of an actor he is. Like Tom Hanks, he was by himself for like the vast majority of the movie. And it was still fantastic. Next up, we have Call Me By Your Name, a steamy love affair between two men. And this is a book. Erin literally loves the book. She can't say enough good things about it. I actually have not read it yet. I'm fake, but I have seen the movie. I thought the soundtrack for the movie was really good. I really enjoyed the cinematography a lot. And I honestly love the actors like Timothy Chalamet, Goodnight, Army Hammer. I, I just can't. Like the two of them together, they're just so hot. I like want to burst into flames and also ladybird was none other than saoirse ronan and she's so iconic i just love her this movie is just honestly like cream of the crop and the last category i have for you guys is documentaries so the first one i have is amy and this one is about amy winehouse and i absolutely love amy winehouse i think she's so talented well, I said I just said she is like she's still alive, but she was so talented, and it just shows you how she like rose from obscurity, became super famous, like internationally blew up, and then kind of lost her way to like drugs and alcohol, and then eventually like to her death, and then it shows you like her legacy and stuff like that, and 
I'm just so sad that she won't come out with any more music because I still listen to her music. She's so talented. No one honestly sounds like her and she just was a truly talented person. The documentary was a great testament to her and her life. Um, Next up, we have Blackfish. This is just an environmental documentary. I think I actually watched it in school. I'm pretty sure I've watched it like two times since then, but this movie is just so good. And it's just about like just the environment, man, and like animals. And it's just honestly, if you're interested in like nature documentaries, this is a great one. Also, I recommend for nature documentaries, Planet Earth has some great ones. There's a series on Netflix. I think it is Planet Earth. I don't know. It's just like something I'm like blanking on the name. But I've watched it, and each episode is, like, a different landscape. So one is about, like, rainforest, one is about the Sahara, one is about, like, shallow waters, one's about deep waters. And it's just really interesting, and, like, I love learning about that stuff, so I love watching nature docs. Next up, we have Lost in Plain Sight. Erin recommended this movie. I mean, yeah, this movie docuseries, I haven't seen it, but um, I've heard it's really good. Next up, we have The Clinton Affair. This is honestly one of my favorite documentaries ever. It is just about literally what it is, the Clinton affair. So Bill Clinton and his affair with Monica Lewinsky. And they actually interviewed Monica Lewinsky. And she's like a grown woman now. And they interview her parents. They interview her friends. They interview like just a bunch of people. And she just talks about what happened. And... It's so crazy because everyone, like, thinks they know this story, but, like, you're finally hearing her perspective because she was so shamed for so many years, and now she's, like, coming out and, like, speaking and, like, using her platform, and I think that's so great, and I really admire her as a person, and I feel bad for all that she had to deal with. Next up, we have the Gabriel Fernandez trial. I'm going to be honest. It's really, really, really rough child abuse. If that triggers you, then don't watch this. But it's this poor, what this poor kid had to deal with. I had to drink to get through the show. Like I watched the entire, I think it's six episodes, maybe eight. I don't know. But I watched all the episodes in one day with my boyfriend. And we were drinking while we were doing it because it was so sad. And we both cried. And... Yeah, honestly, it's it's hard to watch, but I think it's worth it. Next up, we have the Fire Festival docs. I don't know if you've heard of the, the Fire Festival, but it's this big festival that was supposed to happen, I think, in like 2017, maybe 2018. I don't know. One of those years. But it was like a huge scam and like all these basically like influencers went to an island in the Bahamas and like got stuck there because... The music acts didn't actually come and it was just a huge scam and there are two documentaries about this. One is on Netflix and one is on Hulu. They're both great. They're not repetitive at all. They're both made from different perspectives. They interview completely different people Um, and I think it's really great to watch both of them to get a broader sense of what actually happened and it's so interesting. And lastly, we have the Amanda Knox documentary and this one is on Netflix I don't know if you guys remember Amanda Knox, but it was, like, pretty major. But she was a study abroad student in Italy, and her one of her roommates ended up dead, and she was on trial for her murder, 
with her, like, fling, I guess. Like, Amanda and, like, this guy, Raphael, like, were, like, a fling. And they were both on trial for this girl Meredith's murder. Honestly, like, she was treated really poorly in the Italian prisons and stuff like that. And, like, the trial was definitely handled poorly. And, like, same with, like, the police investigations. Like, oh my god, those were so bad. Also, it's kind of, like okay, like, did she do it or did she not? And, like, you don't... Like, they interview Amanda Knox the whole time, which is crazy, and you don't know if she did it or not. And, to like, I still, like, honestly don't know because she seems, like, strikingly normal and that, like, she wasn't... Like, she's not capable of it. But also, like... I don't know, man. I think she could have done it too, so... I, I don't know. It's really a toss-up, but they leave it for you to decide, which I think is really cool. But anyways... That's everything I have. A lot of movies, a lot of wrecks. You know, do with it what you will. I hope you guys stay entertained. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you stay healthy. And you know what? Love you, meet it. See you next episode.